Welcome back to Real Relationship Holes, a podcast all about exploring the realities and complexities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Prevention and Education Team at the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support services or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to another season of Real Asianship Goals. This is season six. We are so excited to be back with you again for another season. Uh, the season's going to be unlike any other that we've ever put out before. Um, so we are super excited to dive into it with you guys. We're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. We're going to have uh, community collaborations with community partners. We're going to have media analyses. We're going to have special topics. We are really going for it all this season, so we're super excited to just jump in. I'm Kyla. I'm Ariana. I'm Shelby. I'm Maria. We're going to go ahead and dive right in uh, with our first story of the season, which is going to come to us from Ariana. Yes, so my story. Um, So when it comes to me and like my personal relationships, my way with boundaries and communication kind of fluctuates in my relationships. Sometimes I struggle with it because I usually like it when things are communicated to me ahead of time. Um, whether it's dealing with changes in plans, something needing to be done, or whatever the case may be. Um, but that's not always the case for other people, right? Mm-hmm. And I always have to put it in my mind that other people don't think like me. Everybody is their own person, their own individual, and that's okay. That's totally fine and lovely. Um, but sometimes I do run into incidents where in my relationships where it's like you butt heads with people when miscommunication or not the lack of communication comes into play. Um, and also even with creating boundaries with other people, um, like having different preferences with communication styles. Like some people might text ahead of time some people might not like texting at all some people might prefer calls some people might not prefer calls it's just different and I just find it interesting how that fluctuates over time with me and my personal relationships but it's just so important to highlight that you should establish those communication styles and those boundaries within your relationships because it takes a toll on those relationships over time Mm -hmm. That's my story. (laughs) Perfect. And it, um, yeah, it's perfect for our topic today. We're covering boundaries and communication and just everything that that can look like in a relationship. And I think you put it perfectly whenever you said it just, it looks different in every relationship. And sometimes they look different in the same relationship over time, like as needs change, as people change and grow. Um, so a great place to start is just, what are boundaries? Uh, I have a quote here from Love is Respect that says, boundaries help you define what you are comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. Um, they apply to any kind of relationship you have, whether with a friend, a family member, partner, or anybody else in your life. 
Um, so that's kind of going to be our, our jumping off point for today. But um, I guess, I don't know. What do y'all think? Let's, let's talk boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one that comes to mind with me is, of course, like physical boundaries. Mm -hmm. So like, I know, I know there are a lot of people who are huggers. But man, if I don't know you that well, like, I want my six feet of distance. You know what I mean? and so like there's some people that I'm okay hugging some people I'm like you know like just dap me up or <laughs> I'm like hey like from afar but like yeah I think like personal boundaries and it, it could be like maybe one day like it, and they can change like you have a right to have your physical boundaries change like maybe you're not comfortable hugging that person anymore like something's happened that dynamic or whatever like you're allowed to say no and be like hey like I think my boundaries shifted like maybe I'm more comfortable just doing like handshakes now <laughs> or whatever but yeah the physical boundary is a uh, like the most common one I think we hear about for sure and it's like especially I think in like that's just good and true for all relationships but I think specifically in like romantic -y mm -hmm. ones you kind of have you can have the conversations of hey I'm comfortable with this but I'm not comfortable with that yet or it's like mm -hmm. hey I'm cool if we like hold hands mm -hmm. I'm not really comfortable with kissing yet or we can Yes, but I'm not comfortable with this yet. And um, I don't know, that's a conversation that I think of a lot too, the physical ones. Mm -hmm. um, just to make a note to that, it's just like when we're talking about boundaries, boundaries are not meant to control anybody. Boundaries are just put in place for you to feel comfortable mm -hmm. with any type of relationship that you have with anyone with talking about physical boundaries. I feel like that is just so important for everyone to have a conversation about because sometimes people assume that you're okay with something when in all reality, you're really not. Mm -hmm. Like I could, for example, go up to Maria and just hug her because, oh, I'm friendly and I'm lovely and she's friendly and she's so lovely, but she does not prefer a hug. She just mm -hmm. might prefer a dab or a hey from a distance and just Respect. making little, sure that dab, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're respecting that person and the boundaries that they have in place for one another I always think of like do y'all remember all that Jonah Hill stuff with boundaries yes. a while yes. back where it's like the whole thing is like you don't set boundaries for other people you only set boundaries for yourself so I think that is something that's really important to have a conversation about as well because I think physical boundaries is what everyone always thinks of mm -hmm. there's always like communication boundaries like it's not me saying this is who you can and can't talk to boundary it's this is I prefer that you text me I prefer that you call me I prefer you don't call me after these hours mm -hmm. or you talk to me with this tone not you know mm -hmm. like you said setting a boundary for someone else of how they communicate to others outside of you yeah yeah choice oh no go ahead no uh well I was thinking like emotional boundaries are like a thing too so like let's say for example like you and your partner are in a heated argument or whatever and you're like look I think this is an important uh, topic to talk about but I think right now while tensions are high we should just like take some time apart to cool off before we like continue because a conversation had an anger is never a good conversation in my personal opinion I think you know things can get misconstrued and, and you say things you don't mean so like for me like emotional boundaries are also a thing and it's like if I'm not comfortable sharing something right now like don't push me to to share or like don't push me to like expose myself like things will happen when they they need to happen and when I feel comfortable with them happening that's so true 
I hadn't even thought about emotional boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's oh yeah. <laughs> now you're saying I'm like, yeah, duh. Like, no, I'm not thinking of that. Um, one of the hardest ones, um, I would say don't quote me on this, but just kidding, it's on a podcast. So the whole thing is a quote. <laughs> uh, but like work life boundaries are super hard for everybody. Um, so yeah, that's not going to say too much on that. It's just hard. <laughs> That's all. But there's, it's so important. You deserve to have your time respected by all of the people and entities in your life, for sure. So that's, but that can be a hard one to set, those power dynamics. <laughs> which which is, I'm going to jump around. We have a little outline. I'm jumping around on it, but my brain, it's connecting the dots. Um, <laughs> but like, what are different things that maybe make, like kind of like that of like, there's power dynamics in that like works work-life setup. What are things that make setting boundaries really hard or maybe uncomfy? Not wanting to do confrontation. Like, yeah, I was like, when you said that, yeah. Confrontation. Uh, like, I, and I'm like a huge, like, yes person to a degree. Like, the people pleaser in me wants to be like, yeah, like, it's after work hours, but like, it's super quick. Like, it won't take that long. Like, I'll go ahead and do this. Like, I've had it in my previous, like, workplaces where like I've been the one that's like needed knows how to do the things and they're calling me like at like nine I'm at like a birthday party for a family member and they're like hey like can you come in like I had a family member in the hospital with them and they were like hey like this person called in can you come in and I like left the family member to go work like so it's it's hard to say no sometimes for sure also think just never having like maybe you haven't had an example of what setting boundaries looks like so you don't know how to do it for yourself because you've never seen other people do it mm-hmm. so that makes it difficult okay. i would say going back to that point of just not being able to visibly see somebody do that it's just you're kind of fearful of how that person is going to respond if you do mm-hmm one day just decide like hey no it my work time is over with I'm mm-hmm. going home or I have this other obligation I need to do and so this is what I'm going to do just the overall anxiety field of having to confront that person and tell that person no I'm not going to be able to do it this mm-hmm. time and that power dynamic being there like talking to your boss or your supervisor or something like that it's just overall scary because you don't know how they will react mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think something that just popped up too, like part of the like work-life balance and like not having it is like not wanting to use PTO. Mm-hmm. Because oh. like <laughs> we all think I'm being attacked by this episode. <laughs> it's coming for me. And I'm I'm a proponent of taking PTO. Like if I need a mental health day, yes. I'm gonna take my mental health day. But like for you, for example, like I know that like you don't use PT like like what I is don't. your thought process? Yeah, like I remember you, you definitely don't. You had to like historically. So like, what's your like thought process on like not using the PTO? If you're comfy talking about, see yeah. me and PTO, I I'm going to use my PTO for vacation. Good, mm. good. It's a good thing that our agency mm-hmm. also has separate amount of days for like sick days because you don't know when you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. But I will not use a PTO day if I am sick. Good. Don't. That's just my thinking. Good, <laughs> I'm not going to use a PTO day. If, I'm sick because mm-hmm. sometimes because sometimes you might run out of those sick days though yeah. and you might have to go into your PTO days. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, no, I will go to work. <laughs> I will be okay. <laughs> I will take medicine and I will sit at my desk and just bag it out. Yeah. 
but sometimes it's just okay to take a PTO day and you know making that boundary for yourself like hey you need to listen to yourself take a break, take a break. Mm -hmm. I need to take my own information yeah. and use it in a plot yes <laughs> for me it's we have like here uh, I'm not sure exactly how y'all do it at Cove but we also have like flex time which mm -hmm. is great for P&E because we do all kinds of stuff all the time just like y'all yeah. do um so we have flex time which is outside of like PTO and wellness time and everybody's learning a ton about our time off here in the agency <laughs> um that um so like if you go over x on a time you're able to just take that time and apply it like somewhere else yeah. um it's but there's just so much pressure and from no one from no one mm -hmm. but there's just this kind of like societal pressure or social pressure of oh well everyone else is here from this time to this time therefore if I am not here, I am bad. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Uh, so we can, we'll shift away from that one just to, to take it, take a step back from that. Um, something that I'm really bad at, other than all of the things that we've listed above, is, um, but the mindset that I get in with um, sometimes communicating, like even just my own boundaries and all kinds of things. Thing I'm working on is, the like they should just know or the, like mind reading mindset mm -hmm. uh, my sweet partner is so patient <laughs> with me and will ask me questions uh whenever I get frustrated or upset and he's like oh like well and he'll kind of like poke and help me reveal even to myself of like oh like this is a boundary that I had or this is like something that I needed to communicate and didn't um but and that's that's on me <laughs> of I should not have that expectation of just because I thought of something means that that other person thought of something. Because we're two di totally different people. Yeah. And we interact with the world in different ways. So that's super unfair. But that's one thing that prevents me from communicating sometimes. Is because I'm like, well, duh. What do you mean you didn't think of this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad about that. Struggle with that sometimes. <laughs> well, you should know this. But I'm like, everybody do not think like you. <laughs> I think I struggle with that still, like, and like a different sense of like yeah. they should just know this it's like maybe i'll like set the boundary like once mm -hmm. and expect that to be that and then Dude, like that's it yeah, yeah. and like especially it. with the child yeah. and like oh, yeah. the child's nine like of course like i have to repeat this boundary multiple times mm -hmm. or like my partner and i had this conversation like a year ago and like it's just like a gentle reminder like hey instead of being like it's not respected and i'm like ah yeah. you know but, and your frustration is valid. <laughs> it is valid. Valid, but needs to be shown in a healthy way. It's true. So another one um, that I think uh, is super relevant, especially for our, our student listeners out there, uh, some reasons it might be difficult to communicate boundaries is because of your age. Mm -hmm. And folks don't always want to respect boundaries that are set by students. Mm -hmm. um, so just what do you guys think are some good tips and tricks for our student listeners out there of like, how can they, like what, how, how can they set boundaries even like with adults? What do y'all think about that? I mean, that's tricky mm -hmm. because like, <laughs> I, like my mentality is still that of like, I'm not an adult. Like earlier we were, you know, <laughs> dealing with the situation yeah. here in the office and I was like, oh, we should get an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not an adult. Mm -hmm. um, but I think like one way to think about it is just be like, like it's 
just as other people like expect you to respect their boundaries like being a certain age or like you know like having like you know not being like an adult adult doesn't prevent other people from like respecting your boundaries like you're still a person and so just like keeping that in the back of your mind and being like just how someone else um wants their boundaries respected like yeah my boundaries need to be respected too whether whether or not that be like hey like I don't appreciate being yelled at like you know or maybe even like I don't appreciate being talked to like I'm five and like I don't know what I'm doing like you know especially for for our older or older students that are that are listening um I know sometimes adults treat even teens with like kid gloves and like over explain things like no like give them the freedom to be able to to do their own stuff yeah I think being aware too like if we're falling into that like they should just know this mentality but you're finding yourself still being frustrated because people still aren't following that boundary for you kind of reflecting it maybe I haven't communicated that Mm -hmm. because maybe you feel like you've communicated it to people Mm -hmm. um, but people need it explained differently or like I prefer that you do this thing Mm -hmm. is the first time you say it but then they continue to break that explaining saying you know I need you to do this for me to feel comfortable in this Mm -hmm. space. And so maybe just re-explaining it if Mm -hmm. the first time, maybe they didn't get it because we don't all think the same or Mm -hmm. approach things the same. And I think like a key to this too is like as adults and we interact with students and youth in like any way, shape or form in our everyday lives, like how can we help embolden and empower Mm -hmm. our youth? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, like how can we let them know like, if someone crosses that line, like, it is okay mm-hmm. to be, like, hey, like, I mentioned that, like, banana, she'll be, like, mm-hmm. I'll, like, pat her on the head as, like, a, yay, good job, yeah. and she'll be, like, remember, I don't like you touching my head, and I'm, like, no, that's, like, my bad, like, and being, like, the adult to, like, apologize, mm-hmm. right, because you would want someone to apologize for crossing your boundary and be, like, hey, you know what, I'm sorry, I, I remember that, I'm not gonna do it again, or I'll try my best not to do it again, because, we mess up sometimes you know we're human mm-hmm. but yeah I think for sure adults are a huge key part in, in helping students realize that they have the ability to draw this boundary in their lives and the right to mm-hmm. also especially yeah. those physical boundaries of mm-hmm. like I don't want to like, give you a kiss on the cheek I don't want mm-hmm. you to kiss me on the cheek I don't want to hug grandma I don't want to hug uncle joey makes me all these things and like students people of any age of any stage have that like right to set those bodily boundaries and things like that oof that's true I guess we've kind of hit on it a little bit are there any other ways that y'all can think of that um of like what you can do or what not yeah what you can do if you have communicated those boundaries and somebody violates them I know we hit the um like re-communicating trying (laughs) restating (laughs) what are some other things you think I think it's just important if you do take the initiative and you do re-communicate those boundaries and they still cross them, mm-hmm. calling it out mm-hmm. in a respectful way, mm-hmm. always. It's okay to remind people like, hey, we've had this discussion and I've also tried to discuss it in a different way, hopefully that you would understand, mm-hmm. but this is still not being met. This is still being crossed. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you just have to take a step back and like listen I need to take time to myself I need space in order for me to process this because we're not aligning 
right now. And if in order for us to align, we have to be on the same page. I think like an important part of that too is like when relating this information to like the youth in our lives, like mm -hmm. you are like that, like if you are needing like a break from a family member, like it is okay to take that break from a family member if you're able, like if, you know, circumstances allow for it. Like if you're like, you know, needing mom and dad to like drive you to school and everything and you're just like, I don't want to see you at all. Like, homie G, like you see me go to school, that's important, <laughs> you know? Um, or parental guardian, whoever might be in your life taking care of you. But um, like, yeah, like don't feel like you owe it to them because they're a family member. Mm -hmm. Like you are still valid in your your feelings and your reasonings for all of that. One of the things for sure, just kind of as we're transitioning kind of to our next segment is it's so important. And I would so encourage everyone, including myself, including everyone, <laughs> to pay attention if someone tries to like downplay mm -hmm. continuously ignore and certainly mock <laughs> boundaries that you set no matter how small they seem mm -hmm. um because that's that's a flag my friend mm -hmm. <laughs> like they that that is something you need to pay attention to because that's not okay it's not right it like the one for me is like i do not want to be tickled period under no circumstances am I okay with that from anyone at any point in my life ever seems super silly that is a hard line for me um so like even though that even I can acknowledge like it's not it doesn't seem like a big deal um so I can understand why people might feel like that but if someone was to make fun of that I'd downright ignore it or like downplay it um that's that's a red flag that's not cool, no matter what it is. I think your usage of like, it's not like people might not seem it as like a big deal. Mm -hmm. Just because it's not like a big deal to me doesn't mean it's like not a huge deal to you. Yeah. Like anything you feel about like your boundaries, whether it be like, um, like for example, like your relationship with your partner and they want to have your, your passwords and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and your boundaries like, no, like you don't need to be going through my phone. Like yeah. there should be like trust and communication and stuff. And they're like, what's well, not a big deal? Like, no, like if you feel like it's a big deal, then yeah, it's a big deal to you. And they shouldn't try to like try persuade you or curse you in any way to, to give up any sort of limit that you've put. Absolutely. Um, good stuff, good stuff. And now I just wanna definitely take some time just to highlight, we have Shelby Herring here with us today, who is the incredible program director at the Cove. So we just wanna definitely invite you to the Share a little bit more about us, about what, what all are y'all up to at The Cove? Yes, yeah, so at The Cove, we are a drop-in center and after-school program for youth in high school mm -hmm. who are unsheltered or experiencing housing instability in the Waco area, but we serve numerous school districts. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have all of the things, really. Uh, we have a hygiene closet that I always say has more toothbrushes and toothpaste than any one place should have at one time. Um, we have laundry facilities. We have food and a pantry um, that our students are able to access as they need. Um, but we have our after-school program four nights a week. Um, and the Advocacy Center participates and does presentations and an art club this semester. Um, we do other fun things, but we have guest speakers come. We have workouts. Um, we provide a meal every night for our students. 
Um, we have homework time, so our students are able to get some attendance back at school. Um, lots of fun things going on, lots of things happening. This semester, again, the Advocacy Center is doing an art club for us, which is very exciting. Um, we have an outdoor program that's happening. We're learning like life skills and team building. Lots right. of fun horseback riding. That's um, so, cool. <laughs> so lots of great things are happening at the Cove this semester, but yeah, that's kind of just what we are and what we're doing. Love it. What's uh, what's the best way for folks to kind of like reach out to y'all, get in contact with y'all? Yeah, so the best way um, typically is just to call our main office number um, and then let whoever answers the phone know that you would like to be connected with one of our youth advocates. Um, but we do have a direct youth line, which is 254-207-0789. So that's specifically for youth who are in need or want to know if they can get connected and um, can contact and it goes directly to our youth services staff. Awesome. Yeah, yes. I would say we'll put that number yeah. in all, all yeah. the, in all of the descriptions also. Yes. So you can also find it there for sure. Uh, but we, we super love the code. We love yeah. partnering. <laughs> we're so glad you were able to be here with us today. Yes. Um, and now we're going to take a little bit of time. Ariana has our relationship goal for today. Yes, yes, I do. Today's relationship goal is um, when communicating or creating boundaries, give yourself and others grace. Um, this is like an ongoing process um, where effort has to be put in to see growth. Um, so just take time out to establish and gain understanding about yourself and people you have relationships with in boundaries. It is perfectly fine for you to pace yourself, take space and process things, especially when boundaries have been discussed and someone violates them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then I have our recommendation for today. I am taking up Blythe's mantle and I am recommending the library with two exclamation points, the library. <laughs> um, and also if you enjoy reading, if you're a reader, um, set a reading goal for 2024. I have set one for the first time <laughs> ever. And um, that has soup. I have finally come out of my like college and like grad school reading slump. So it took like half of a year for me to actually even want to read for fun again and I feel like I'm back in middle school I am reading so much all the time it feels like it's all I'm doing right now which I'm not even upset about um so that is my recommendation go to the library utilize the library there's an app you can have for your phone that's what I've been using a ton of I've been trial running books if it's like if I really love this book then I'll also buy it because buying books is expensive so the library <laughs> <laughs> two exclamation points but thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode and we will see you next week bye thanks so much for tuning in to real relationship goals this episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. Interested in more content from PE or the Advocacy Center? You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention or on Instagram and Facebook at Advocacy Waco. Be sure to like this episode and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Bye.